Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hello, Savvy Souls. I thought it'd be really fun to record this episode during this celebratory season. So I bet you never guessed you'd learn how to become a celebrity in this podcast. But by the end of it, I promise that's exactly what you'll be, a full-blown celebrity. Okay, there's a bit of a trick here, but I'm having a bit of fun with it, so I hope you'll indulge me. This discussion came up because my client was talking with me about a well-known auteur and somebody she really admired. And I referred to the auteur as a celebrity. And my client said, oh, no, no, she's not a celebrity. She's just a well-known auteur. So my client was thinking of a Hollywood-style celebrity. It's kind of like if you're not Brad Pitt, you're not a celebrity. But really, celebrity has a much broader meaning than that. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as a famous or celebrated person. When we're not talking about a celebrity, but we're just talking about celebrity in and of itself, it means the state of being celebrated. And there are other narrower definitions that focus on fame or being well-known. But I want to focus with you today on the celebrated person meaning. So you become a celebrity by becoming a person who's celebrated. And that, Savvy Souls, is something that you can absolutely create for yourself. The state of being celebrated. So here's the truth. Most of our brains are assholes. Okay, I don't usually swear on the podcast, but I can't really put it any other way. When we set out to accomplish something, our brains talk to us in ways we would never permit another person to talk to us like. Our brains say things like, how could I have said something so stupid? I'll never make this work. I sure blew that one. I shouldn't even bother to try. I've messed this up. Our brains are either criticizing things we've said or done or telling us we're not up to the task we've set out to accomplish. Why on earth do our brains do this? Because quite frankly, our brains are not focused on getting us enlightened. They're not focused on our personal fulfillment. They don't even care, quite frankly, if we're happy. They do care that we're safe, that we'll survive. Basically, all our brains care about is that we continue to stay alive, and that's it. Our brains hate us changing, 
or growing or evolving. This makes it hard for us to execute our dreams because if we're thinking, I'll never make this work, for example, that thought makes us feel defeated. And when we're feeling defeated, we'll decide to quit or we take action infused with the belief it'll never work. And we keep looking for evidence to support our belief it will never work. And we find it and eventually we'll stop trying. The way we think really matters a lot. So how can we counter what our critical brains naturally offer up to us? How can we move forward in a more productive way than what our brains would want us to do? So here's an answer for you. We offer our brains tried and tested counterthoughts that always work for us. And where on earth do we find that? Answer, in our celebration journals. Or what? Our celebration journals are exactly that. They're journals where we celebrate ourselves. They're where we become celebrated. They're what makes us celebrities, celebrated people. They make all the difference. Here's how you can create one. The first thing to notice is we're not celebrating the big events or the accomplishments that we all traditionally celebrate. We're celebrating the new ways of thinking that help us achieve the results we want. We're celebrating the uncomfortable feelings we allowed ourselves to experience instead of resisting and making them worse. We're celebrating the uncomfortable feelings we allowed ourselves to experience instead of resisting them and making them worse. And the way doing that has allowed us to move forward. We're celebrating all of that. We're celebrating how we caught a self-critical thought and didn't believe it 100%, maybe just 60%, maybe 10%. We're celebrating actions we were afraid to take and wanted to take, and we did it anyway, even though we were afraid. We're celebrating our increasing ability to love and honor ourselves and have our own backs when we don't get what we want. We're celebrating the pattern thinking, the repeated thoughts that we think that we caught this time and chose not to believe. We're celebrating every little thing we discover that works for us so we can do it again. So for example, suppose you were starting a new business you did a big launch and you expected a crowd. You were so enthused and excited and about what you're offering and so sure people would show up. Only five people showed up when you were expecting 30. And so at first you're devastated and you tell yourself, it's not working. But then you catch yourself. You know that this is your go-to thought, the thought that it's not working. So you say to yourself, how could this not be true? It's not working. You ask yourself, what did work in this launch? How will this help me create a successful business in the future? So you sit down and you write about all the things that did work, what you did that caused those five people to show up, five human beings who showed up. 
what you learned from them, how you still showed up and gave it your all, what thoughts you had that made all of those things possible, what you learned about what you'll do differently the next time. Then you open up your celebration journal and you write about the things that did work and how you created them and the thoughts that work. You write down the questions you asked yourself, such as, how will this help me create a successful business in the future? And now you've got a page of thoughts and questions and actions you took that you can use to guide yourself in the future. And then after you've written all of this down, you pause and you take it in and you honor yourself for what you did accomplish. You celebrate yourself. Another example. Suppose you went for an interview and you were offered a job. So afterwards, you sit down and you explore what created this success. So a hint for you, you're asking primarily, what was I thinking that created this success? So you go back in your mind and you explore and you realize your predominant thought was, I know exactly how to help this company become even better. And you notice that you also thought, of course they want me. And those thoughts that you had going into the interview made you feel knowledgeable and confident and desirable. And those feelings in turn affected how you showed up, what you said, how you responded to their questions. Those thoughts and feelings affected your ability to think flexibly and creatively. And they also affected the tone of your voice and energy you communicated to the interviewer. And the result was you created this offer. So write down your two winning thoughts in your journal. And then again, you pause and you celebrate you. So what happens is your celebration journal becomes a manual for you that you can use to create the life you want. It's a book that you can read for inspiration and guidance during times you're struggling or feeling stuck. It's the best advisor for you on the planet because it's your thoughts. It's your feelings. It's actions you have taken, results you've created. It's tried and true processes that work for you. And that's why it's your best teacher. So your celebration journal becomes a way you can honor yourself, a way you can teach yourself that you're somebody worth celebrating. Savvy Souls, I can't overstress how important the whole concept of celebration is. I want you all to become celebrities. I want you all to start celebrating yourself every day. So Savvy Souls, go out, buy yourself a beautiful journal. It's got to be especially pretty and vibrant and, well, celebratory. And make a vow to yourself to ask yourself constantly, what did work? What went right today? What did I learn in a difficult situation? What did I accomplish? What feelings did I allow? What discomfort did I let myself sit with? What ways did I nourish myself 
What kindnesses did I extend to myself and to other people? What little victories did I have? What ways did I honor something unique about me? Then, more importantly, write about how you created that. Ask, what was I thinking that created this? What actions did I take even though I was feeling afraid? What feelings did I notice? Look at every single thing you felt and thought and did that helped you create this success, this accomplishment, this little instance of not caving into your doubts and fears. Finish writing, take it in, and give yourselves a big celebratory hug because you, my savvy soul, are now a celebrity. Have fun with this. Celebrate yourself and celebrate the season. Go have yourself some big celebratory fun. Love you guys. See you next time. Bye. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.